This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Flunkies and junkies, welcome back to this week's episode of your home for everything current, up-to-date, and all National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA Saturday Special. I am your co-host, Scott Criscola. Yes, the first time in three weeks, you will not have to hear my voice alone for the whole show. Hopefully, the downloads haven't dropped all the way to two. I doubt it, though, because he is back, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, he's changed a little bit. He is now the pizza man, Salvatore Bellomo. No. How about Sal Sincere? (laughs) I could see you uh, having one of those gondolas with the fucking striped shirt. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, he is back from the home country. The doctor, Dr. G, George Blino, who I think has slept for like three straight days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, happy to be back. Had a great time overseas. Good to have but you back. Now it's, uh, you know, back to reality. Um, but it was nice uh, touring our, uh, mine and yours, uh, home country. Well, I would say home country because this is our home country. This yeah. is our home country. But, uh, where, our blood, where our blood started. Not, exactly. not emphasize but where our blood started so uh but it's good to have you back i'm glad you had a fun time on the boot uh i'm sure the listeners missed you because they were tired of hearing me every week uh alone uh but uh that's okay well thanks for holding down the fort appreciate i try i do the best i can uh having said that let us dive in because uh things in the nwa doctor uh happened a lot in the two weeks you were gone um and now we're getting a couple of more changes based on this past week's programming. Uh, because some matches, well, one match, another title match is now officially set for Hard Times 3. And the women's title match has changed, which is kind of weird, but I'll explain um, when we get to the shows. Of course, Hard Times 3 will be taking place, I keep mentioning it, just so you know, on Saturday, November 12th, from the Sigur Center in Chalmette, Louisiana, a burb of uh, Nolens. So, uh, of course, join us this weekend, uh, that weekend here at the PTB Wrestling Network for all of your coverage. Uh, the Doctor and I will have a preview special on the Saturday special that morning, and then the Place to Be Nation Twitch feed will be fired up that evening. We'll have some alternate commentary for the show. Myself, the Doctor, uh, hopefully the Kettleman, Callum McDougal, maybe the the uh, Treasure 
Sean, Sean kid. And anybody else wants to join us. And then that Monday morning, which would be November 14th, um, you will have your reaction special. So that'll be that weekend uh, for Ha Tams 3. Um, we have a card. We have eight matches. Uh, six championships on the line. Uh, one title match is now official in terms of opponent. The other one had an opponent change. Very weird, Dr. J. Yes. Let's jump in. So we'll start with this past Saturday's episode, a week ago today, of NWA USA, which was, of course, hosted by uh, your commentary team was Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Tim Storm. But they were kind of hosted by the Fixers, your United States Tag Team Champions. Um, thank you, as always, for my notes, Mr. Uh, Josh Lopez. You could follow him on Twitter at The Hoots Podcast. The opening match was a tag, The Now taking on the team of Eric Jackson and Jaden Newman. Eh, not a bad little tag, nothing too crazy. The now won by pinfall by hitting the ticket to the now finisher for the win. The fixter, the fixers, the fixers, the fixers, <laughs> fixers. The fixers had backstage interviews with Mercurio, uh, Colby Carino, Magic Jake Dumas, Christy Janes, Thrillbilly Silas, and Pollo Del Mar. If you remember, Doctor, Maybe you found one while you were in your Mediterranean travels, but how can anyone get the best of replica championship belts? You know that thing called the World Wide Web? <gasps> the intranet. Go to fandubelts.com. Mm-hmm. I guess, what is it, Slash now? We were saying it wrong. Yeah, it wasn't Slash. It was back. It, was, it wasn't it back. Backslash. Yeah. Slash NWA. Mm -hmm. Type that all in nicely. You go there and you get your belt. Well, you got to actually plop down some money, but, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. So, thank you. That includes both championship belts. The Nick Aldis belt that has the Australia plate and the NWA World Heavyweight United Kingdom. Do you want to switch out belt your plate belt? so you can get you either want, of those? Do you want to switch out your plate and put the uh, United Kingdom? Um, I don't know. I mean, they look they look a lot alike. I mean, they both have the Union Jack on them. Obviously, the old Australia flag has um uh, a smaller version. Um, so I don't know. I like my belt though. It's a little older. It's a little beat up, but that's okay. Second match, pretty good little tag here. The Country Gentleman. Taking on the team of Rhett Titus and Gustavo Aguilar. Good back and forth. AJ Kazana, of course, one half of the country gentleman. And uh, I know you missed it, Doctor, but AJ Kazana has a big match coming up at uh, at the pay-per-view. Um, good back and forth. The country gentlemen, however, get the win. Uh, Kazana blocked a spinning DDT, but Andrews tagged himself in and connected with the, the uh, ball game slam to pick up the win. So the country gentleman who could be future U.S. title contenders, uh, got the victory. In the third match, we had Joe Ocasio versus Fodder. Fodder. Uh, quick little squash. Ocasio hit the changing life to pick up the win. So Joe Ocasio got the win there. And the final match, uh, the Miserably Faithful, which is, of course, Sal Renaro and Sal the Pal and Matt Rotella's favorite wrestler, Gags the Gimp against uh, the team that is going to go up against the Fixers for the U.S. tag titles at the pay-per-view, the Spectaculars. Uh, 
Rush Freeman and Brady Pierce with, of course, Rolando Freeman in their corner. Ah, fun little back and forth. You know, the miserably faithful are good for, for a laugh or two. And uh, the Spectaculars, of course, got to keep them strong heading to the pay-per-view. So they hit their backbreaker flying elbow combo and picked up the victory. So that was this past Sunday's ep- uh, Saturday's episode of NWA USA. Nothing too crazy, just some, you know, a chance for the fixers to goof off and have some fun. So nothing crazy there. Uh, of course, a big match, Dr. G, coming up today on today's episode of NWA USA. So if you're listening to this as it drops at 9 o'clock in the morning, good morning, enjoying your coffee. About three hours from now on uh, on YouTube will be the newest episode of NWA USA. And there's a pretty big junior heavyweight championship match on that show. And we'll uh, we will talk about that momentarily. So uh, giving the doctor a chance to uh, wake up later a little bit. Um, you know, because it's like a different uh, planet, much less a different time zone where he was. <laughs> so, um, man, this guy was cutting logs when I was over the house last night. Um, so, so yeah, let's I'm, go to. I, I'm having a rough time getting back into regular uh, groove here. That is quite all right. I understand. I, look, I, <laughs> I only dealt with a three-hour time difference last year when I came back from Vegas uh, from SummerSlam and. And that was rough. It was only a one hour difference in Dallas when I was there in April. And it was only a one hour difference in Nashville when I was there in uh, August. So you had like a nine, nine day difference. So, uh, but that's okay. That's why I'm here. Uh, let's go to this past Tuesday's episode of Power. Cause it's actually a pretty big episode. Two huge matches on this show. A number one contenders match, actually two number one contenders matches. But one of them is odd because I thought we already had a number one contender for this match. Very strange. Very strange. Hmm. Okay. So uh, your announcers, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm. Our first match, which is the pre-match. Uh, that's, this is their big thing now, Dr. G. They do a match before the credits. Yes. I kind of like it, actually. What do you think? Yeah, I noticed that. I kinda, I, I, it's kind of nice. I like just going in cold and... Um, you know, and then go into the open. You know, usually start out with a nice hot match, and then you know, to to get the program going, I have no problem with it. I like it, and uh, I have to say, I mean, I I got to. I was expecting a little bit more from the show. That's all I'm gonna say as we get go into this. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, our opening match, the match before the credits, was a women's tag between the former women's tag team champions, the Hex, of course, Allison Kay and Marty Bell, and the team of Natalia Markova and Taryn Terrell. Of course, they kept arguing with each other because, well, you know, Taryn Terrell's a goof off and Natalia Markova can snap necks. Uh, but I'm glad the Hex are together. Um, it's weird, too, Doctor, because I thought we kept hearing that that uh, Allison Kay was to be the uh, the face of the women's television title division, which we haven't heard anything about that yet. So that's interesting. I don't know if they, they kind of blew that off or who knows. In any event, fun little back and forth match. Uh, here is your uh, climax. Uh, Bell hits a running knee strike, then ducks a clothesline from Markova. Markova with a back elbow smash. Hits Bell with a spinning X factor. Uh, Terrell tags herself in. <coughs> Excuse me. Hooks the inside leg for two. Markova tags herself in. Uh, they keep telling, they keep tagging themselves in because they don't trust each other. Markova tells Terrell to get out of the ring. She's choking Bell with her boot. 
Uh, Markova and Terrell are mauling Bell in the corner. Terrell starts arguing with Markova. Bell tags in K. K clotheslines Markova. K scores the elbow knockdown. Uh, K with a twisting neckbreaker. Terrell rolls K over for a two count. The referee is losing control of the match. There's wrestling all over the place. Bell hits the running elbow. Uh, then hits uh, K hits a backdrop driver. Bell rocks Terrell with a forearm smash, and then the Hex hits their finisher. Hex marks the spot to pick up the win. So the Hex uh, win the match, and uh, uh, you know probably still the number one contenders for the women's titles, which are still of course held by the team of Pretty Empowered, Ella Envy and Kenzie Page. And that those titles are not represented yet on the pay per view. I think they're the only ones left. I think. Next, we had an interview with our junior heavyweight champion, uh, Homicide, who is definitely swinging a little heelish now, Dr. G. Uh, He tells Kyle Davis in a very thick Puerto Rican accent, he's a fighting champion, nobody's going to beat him, and if anybody has a problem with that, they could kiss his Puerto Rican ass. Okay. He drunk when he did this interview, I have to be honest. (laughs) What's that? Yeah, he seemed like he was drunk when he was doing this interview. Uh, Thomaside, who knows? No, I don't know. But uh, but uh, admittedly, though, Doctor, he has been a tremendous junior heavyweight champion. The matches are always great. Um, next to Camille, he's probably the hardest working champion in the company. I agree. And uh, so we'll talk about this at the end of the at the end of the write up. But at the moment, Homicide is of course slated to defend the junior heavyweight title against Kerry Morton at. Uh, ha times three, but that may change, and I'll explain why at the end. But interesting. Uh, we get a vignette for Austin Idol School, of course, fandebelts.com slash NWA. Our second match, uh, Casey Rocks, the little skinny twerp that uh, Aaron Stevens is managing, takes on question mark two. Of course, everyone thinks question mark one is obviously Al, um, Rodney Mack in a, uh, you know, in the outfit, but this question mark beat the snot out of Casey rocks and got the win fairly comfortably hitting the Mongrovian spike. I know this is stupid, but I kind of, I kind of dig the, uh, the new question mark storyline. I don't know anything to keep Aaron Stevens on camera. Cause he's funny is good. He, is he fine is. With me. I, I guess, you know, um, I was wondering if they were ever going to bring that back, but I think it's, a, I think, a, you know, you waited a good amount of time. I think, I think it's, a, I think you're, it's okay to bring back. And Aaron Stevens is hysterical. He, I mean, he really is. He's so much better as a heel. Uh, yeah, he really is. Um, yeah, uh, he's a he's a tremendous. Uh, he hates wrestling. Yeah, it's kind of like I told you. It's kind of like the uh, the Mick Foley promos when he first joined ECW when he was like. Uncle Eric, take me back, Uncle Eric. And he had the, the WCW tag belt, and he, he's like, I'm not hardcore. I'm not hardcore. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, next up, we have uh, the match that that really was the, the, the highlight match of the show, and that's what we needed, and that was the number one contender match, the finals of the tournament, to determine who will face Scion for the national championship at the pay-per-view. Your, your uh, participants, Chris Adonis, Thrill Billy Silas and Dax Draper. And guess who joined commentary? Your boy Bruce's brother, Dr. Tom. Dr. Tom. Dr. Tom Pritchard joined uh, Velvet and uh, Joe Galley on commentary. We like Dr. Tom. Uh, He is a Place to Be Nation alumnus. He joined us for a couple of episodes of uh, Place to Be Podcast. I think he was on the Kevin Kelly show as well. Um, 
So this, again, the winner of this match will take on the national champion, Scion, at the pay-per-view. Good back and forth. Uh, you know, Thrill Billy Silas is a big, goofy guy, and Chris Adonis is what it is. But I like Dax Draper. He's good physique, and he's a good, solid wrestler, good-looking baby face. And I was kind of hoping he'd win the match, and he did. Adonis applied the master lock to uh, Silas. Draper kicked Adonis in the face and then connected with the Magnum KO on Thrill Billy Silas and picked up the victory. So for once, Dr. G, Billy Corgan got it right. And Dax Draper is the guy that I think should be the one contender. Please not Chris Adonis, please. Yeah, I know. So it'll be Dax Draper going after Scion on November 12th in Chalmette burbs of new orleans for that national heavyweight championship so there we go now the final match of the show and this was perplexing now all along ever since she because she won a number one contenders match a few weeks ago it was supposed to be camille our women's world champion of course dr g hardest working champion in the company defending the title against ty of valkyrie on november 12th in in new orleans that was of course the uh uh, her opponent at NWA 74, Camille won, and now Taya then won a number one contenders match and got another title shot. Well, all of a sudden, Joe Galley and the gang say at the beginning of the show that instead we're going to have another number one contenders match between the two, the last two opponents for uh, Camille on pay-per-view. Of course, Taya Valkyrie uh, had the title shot at NWA 74 and Kylan King had the title shot back in June at always ready. And I remember saying, Oh God, she's going to get destroyed. And Kylan King put on maybe one of the best performances of the year for one of Camille's opponents. So now all of a sudden those two are wrestling right now. And the winner of that match will now face Camille at the pay-per-view. So I don't know what the hell happened here. Why, out of the blue, Ty Valkyrie's not getting the shot anymore or, or has to wrestle for it again. Um, but this was a fantastic wrestling match. Uh, I have to say, Doctor, with every time I look at her, I'm enjoying Kylan King in the ring more and more. Well, you know, I like this, the way she wrestles. This woman's division is great. I mean, even the first match tonight to, to open the show, they opened with the women, which a nice hot match, good match. Mm-hmm. The women's division, I think, right now is is actually at a higher level than the men's division. In the NWA. Hmm. It's one division that, uh, that, uh, uh, it seems like it's one division that Billy is booking correctly, even though obviously, um, uh, you know, Camille is still the champion. She should be, but, uh, this was a fantastic match and a great climax. So Taya thrust kicks the midsection of King, then hits a knee lift. She also hits a pump kick. So she's dominating, but King reverses it with a spinning back kick, then hits a knee lift of her own. Valkyrie avoids the roundhouse kick and then hits a double leg takedown. She hits the surfboard stomp for two, then stomps on the midsection again. King gets Valkyrie perched on the top turnbuckle, hits uh, some clubbing blows to her back. King then hits a running knee strike. Valkyrie answers with forearm shivers. Valkyrie kicks King in the face, then hits a flying crossbody block for two. She once again grapevines King's legs, applies the loca lock, but King grabs the bottom rope, which forces the break, then hits an overhead ch- overhand chop. Some short arm reversal by King. She avoids the roundhouse kick and connects with the Excalibuster and picks up the victory. So Kylan King takes the number one contender slot from Taya Valkyrie. So Kylan King 
is now heading to Hard Times 3, and she is getting the world women's title shot against Camille. And I'm going to say an early prediction here, Dr. G, and you're probably going to think I'm fucking nuts, but I think it ends here. Really? Yes. I think at Hard Times 3, I have a weird feeling Kylan King will become the world women's champion and end the run of Camille. I know a lot of people think that Camille's going to hold this belt all the way to NWA 75. That's a long ways away. That's a whole year from now. No, that's I don't know. Think I'm nuts? I don't. It's just. I was trying to think about who would be the best opponent. I mean, I think the match will be a good match. But do you see her as being a champion right now? I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Okay. I think Billy likes her. I think she's loyal to the company. I don't think she's going anywhere. Um, Camille is eventually going to get snagged. She is. Whether, whether by impact, by one of the big three, by impact, by AEW, or by WWE. I think triple. And the good thing about WWE now is that if Vince was there, uh, uh, he would take one listen to her accent and go, nope, I already got one hillbilly and AJ Styles. I don't need another redneck. Triple H doesn't give a shit about that kind of stuff. He likes good workers. So I have a feeling that moment is going to come. Uh, and she's going to be gone. So I feel like they need to start building some really top tier workers. I think it happens here. I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But I think this could be the night. November 12th in New Orleans that the, that the rain finally ends and Camille finally gets pinned. Hmm. I think about that one. I don't know. All right. Well, we, have a, we obviously have a month before the preview show. So. I think Camille's going to pull it out, but let's see, you know. Yeah, well, we got time to think about it. So, so there is your uh, episode of Power. So two big matches. We have a number one contender now for the national title, and we now have a new number one contender for the women's title. I don't understand why uh, Ty Valkyrie is not number one contender anymore, but uh, I don't, I'm not going to ask any questions. So uh, as of right now, here is your card for hot times three. Now they're having a weekend of tapings the next day in the building. They're doing something called revolution rumble, which is uh, kind of a co co thing with the NWA and wildcat wrestling, which is the Hawks family's promotion. So, that's that Sunday, and I think that's going to be a bunch of powers and surges and stuff like that. All right, so here is your card at the moment. We have two, we, And what I love about this card, uh, Dr. G, is there's two non-title matches. I feel like it's just, you know, all the belts and that's it. There's some, like, some nice non-title feuds that have been really cooking right now. One of them is Nick Aldis taking on Odinson, of course. That is on the card. Of course, Nick Aldis thinks Odinson is being is, is a puppet for Billy Corgan. So that's still going on, Dr. G. Uh, while you were gone, the two weeks of shows, uh, <clears throat> there was still some uh, Billy. Uh, there was still some Nick Aldis intimating that uh, Billy is, you know, turning into Eric Bischoff or something. I don't know. Hmm. But that's that's been talked. To. That's kind of what uh, Nick has been intimating. But he's taking on Odinson and EC3 is taking on Tom Latimer, which I think should be a, a really fun you think, match. You think Nick is going to be leaving the NWA to go to, go to either WWE? Um, I, I don't know if he'll go to WWE yet. 
I do not think he is going to AEW because he already kind of did a cup of coffee there and he didn't stick around. I don't think he wants to go back to Impact. So I am not sure, Doctor. I am not sure. Uh, I think he's hanging around for now. I think whatever whatever's going on backstage, the NWA needs him until they get a couple other big players. So we'll see. Um, now, for the title matches, as you know, Dr. G, uh, while you were gone, uh, Tyrus um, cashed in his lucky seven. So currently the World Television Championship is vacant. And the matchup is AJ Kazana and Jordan Clearwater is your World Television Championship match at the pay-per-view. The winner will take the vacant title. Uh, the Fixers, Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski, will defend the U.S. tag titles against the Spectaculars. Scion now will defend the national title against, as I mentioned, as we mentioned, Dax Draper, Dak Draper. Camille now defending the World Women's title against Kylan King. And due to the lucky seven cash-in, our NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match is now a triple threat. Trevor Murdoch, Matt Cardona, and Tyrus. Now, the one match I did not mention, which I'm mentioning now, Homicide is defending the World Junior Heavyweight title against Kerry Morton. But today on NWA USA, Homicide is defending the World Junior Heavyweight title against Dougie Williams. One half hmm. of the one half of the Commonwealth connection. So there's an outside chance that the junior heavyweight title match could change at hard times three. And it's not the challenger slot that could change. It could be the champions slot that changes. Hmm. So there we go. Uh so that's stay. Backing up to be a decent card. It really is. I think every match is great. Uh the only two uh, championships not uh, represented yet. Both the tags, the world tag team titles, La Rebellion, do not have challengers. And Pretty Empowered, Ella Envy and Kenzie Page, our women's tag team champions, do not have a match. So otherwise, every other belt is represented. The world title, the women's title, the national title, the U.S. tag, the junior heavyweight, and the TVs. All all are represented with matches. So just La Rebellion. And pretty empowered to not have title matches at the moment. So, yeah, there you go. So that's your updated uh, Ha Tams 3 card. I got to admit, Doctor, um, probably the best card they've had maybe since Crockett Cup. I mean, uh, Always Ready wasn't bad. NWA 74 was a little up and down. Yeah. But I remember the Crockett Cup was really good. So I feel like uh, this this card is kind of getting up to the Crockett Cup level of real high-quality matches. Yeah, I think, you know, it looks like, if you notice, it looks like the NWA is starting to try to build their own stars. I mean, I know they bring in some neat, some names from the past, which helps with the credibility, but they're really starting to um, to utilize different people. And in, in, in roles, you would be like, who are these people? But as, you, as you're seeing their matches, I mean, again, I still think the women's division is, is head and shoulders above the men's division right now. But um, I, like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not unhappy with the booking of the card. Um, I think some of the shows, the power shows could do a little bit better of setting up the pay-per-view a little bit. Mm -hmm. The matches sometimes just because, you know, they announce the matches and then that's it. You don't see nothing really happening with with the participants right get you jacked up 
for the match as much. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, no, you're right. But again, I feel like with Taya Valkyrie no longer in that women's title match, I feel like every title match, except maybe the main event, has pretty much NWA bred guys. I mean, the only other one is is the world title. But I mean, Trevor's an NWA guy. Tyrus obviously is. Cardona, even though he shows up at other places, I mean, he's stuck around the uh, yeah, he's, you know the NWA. Well, so. I think he was supposed to. If he didn't get hurt, he was supposed to stay champion for a little while. But you're uh, yeah, you're you're probably right. You're probably right. So, so there's your card, and there are your shows. Um, that's about it. I don't think there's really much more we need to talk about. Uh, I'm curious to see what will go on from there, uh, from here for the next few weeks. We still got plenty of time and we've got almost four weeks before the pay-per-view. So there's still a chance for both La Rebellion and uh, Pretty Empowered to get title matches. I'm sure they'll have them. I'm sure, you know, Billy, Billy tries to load the card with every title, which is what you're supposed to do. So. Um, all right. Uh, w- this was a pretty good week here on the PTB Wrestling Network. On Monday, Place Be Podcast, we had SummerSlam 2008, new episode of um, Extreme Resurrection, new episode of Wrestling's Chicken Salad. Uh, we had some scheduling issues this week, so that's why there was not an episode of uh, Place Be Nation's main event. Uh, apologies for that. We will be back in two weeks with our next episode. Uh, the mailbag is still open, though, so please. Send your stuff to me at Scott C. Podfather. You could private message me on Twitter um, or put it on the place to be uh, group page. Um, and or you could also obviously uh, tweet out to Nate and um, and Pete. Uh, Steve doesn't have a Twitter, but that's because he's Steve Willie and he's smart. Um, <laughs> uh, but so we'll have that coming up as well. Uh, coming up uh, later this coming week, we'll have a brand new episode of Through the Looking Glass. Dave Hall and I did a pretty good episode. I think you'll like it. New episode of Highway to the Impact Zone and Dr. G, of course, and WA Crock and Roll. New episode later this week. Um, and that's that. So, yeah, good stuff coming up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. The doctor, doctor should be posting some of his guinea pictures. What about the cheese? Just take some pictures of cheese. Cheese and meats. You want all the food porn. Meats and cheeses. That's the one. Guinea porn. That's what I want. Meats and cheeses. Uh, do- at Dr. G PTB. Of course, fo- please follow the brand on Twitter at PTB and Wrestling. Uh, new episode dropping later today of the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast, Luke Jennings and the guys. And a uh, new episode of uh, YouTube Roulette tomorrow for your weekend listening pleasure. So check those out as well. Uh, have a wonderful week. Nice quickie episode here. Uh, Have a wonderful week, everybody. Stay safe for all the teams left in the postseason and the playoffs. uh, Good luck. Uh, All you favorites are getting fucked. Welcome to my world. And (laughs) uh, go NFL. Uh, I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao, Bella. (laughs) Trying to practice my Italian. It's not working. We'll just go with that. Meats and cheeses.